Welcome back to Here's the Dealio. I'm your host, Taylor Harris. What's up, guys? It is January 20th, 2021. We're halfway through the first month of 2021, which is crazy. We're surviving. There's definitely crazy things going on in the world, but hey, we're here. We're alive. It's great. I'm sure most of you made New Year's resolutions. I myself made a New Year's resolution, which was to only thrift for a year. So I'm foregoing retail shopping, saying goodbye to Urban Outfitters and Kate Spade and all my beautiful brands to thrift everything, which I have been successful thus far. It has only been a few weeks, but still going strong. That being said, Many of you know how it feels to make a New Year's resolution and then a few weeks, maybe a month later, you're just falling off the wagon, you get busy, you just, things happen, life happens. It's okay. I am here to tell you that only 8% of people actually are successful in maintaining their New Year's resolutions. Pretty crazy. And 38% of those people who create New Year's resolutions pertain to fitness and mental and physical health. Therefore, I wanted to bring my friends Julian Ortiz and Casey Bellas onto the pod to talk with you guys about good mental health habits, everything you need to know about nutrition and fitness. They are two of the most motivated people I know. They are extremely healthy mentally and physically. So they are here to offer you guys some tips on maintaining your goals versus having a momentary spike of motivation and falling off the wagon. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Hi, I'm Casey. What's up, y'all? I'm Julian. So I wanted to talk to them today about, they're both really motivated people. So this being a new year, do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? I do. I have a lot. Yeah, go for it. I don't know them all by heart, but I know mine are more like focused on just like, I know one of mine is um, expressing gratitude more, which is not really like a health or fitness one but it's more of like a mental thing Mm -hmm. i like that i just feel like when you can be more like open and like grateful Mm -hmm. like you're just gonna live a much better life that's probably like my main one this year that's really cool i have a couple other ones that are more like build more muscle or drink more water like Mm -hmm. but i like resolutions just because i feel like it like resets my focus Mm -hmm. for the new year um so yeah i have a couple anyway yeah i like those julian do you have any news resolutions Uh, i just want to preface by saying that i think news resolutions are kind of silly but i well it's just time is just like a concept like why do you need a whole new year to start something new like Mm -hmm. if you were motivated or wanted to do something enough you could it starts with you just got to start like if you want to get in the gym you just have to start why do you need the new year to start Uh but i get like there's a overbearing idea that like oh this is like a whole new year so you can start something like I do have some things that I was a little bit nostalgic about 2020 because it's a year of change but mm-hmm. I there's some things I want to do in 2021 like I'm going to be doing my first bodybuilding show and like I want to kind of narrow my field because 2020 I did a lot of things and I want to narrow my field and become better at the things that I, like fewer things like focus more on stocks focus more on the gym and focus mm-hmm. more on my job and school I guess that's, I think that's, that's still a lot of that's things. That's still a lot of resolutions but, for someone who thinks um, New Year's resolutions yeah. are silly. Well, no, I think you but just, it's just have like, a constant. I, well, it's just going to be me focusing on those things and being really yeah. good at those things instead of trying to do, like, everything. Because if you try to do everything, you're not going to be, can't be really good at everything. Yeah, so you would say, like, if 
somebody has too many goals, ultimately you can't focus enough on any of them to accomplish them. Yeah, like you can't do everything and be good at everything. Right. Like if you focus, if you narrow your field, you can you get really good at that. And I'd, ra- I'd rather be really good at like three things and like do everything. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you had, you had, did you have New Year's resolutions last year? Yeah. Did you feel like you accomplished them? Not really. I mean, it's hard. I feel like the past few years, my resolutions have been like more focused on just being a better person, but I wanted to make my resolutions this year more like actually like do stuff. I don't know if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, but things that I can, that are tangible that I can Mm -hmm. actually like check off and say, oh yeah, I did this. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, when I look back at my resolutions for 2020, it was again, more just like, be more kind, like, don't take life so seriously, all these things, but it's like, I'm always my whole life going to want to be that, right, you know, like, that's, like, not just something I could check off for 2020 and be like, yep, I did that perfectly, like, my whole life, I'm always going to strive to be like that, Um, so I wanted to, that's why I like resolutions, I feel like there's, like, things you can, I don't know, like, it's a reset focus, you can, things you can actually check off and accomplish, Mm -hmm. but I get what you're saying about, like, don't wait for the new year to like start something new. Like right. I don't think you should live your life like that. Like waiting for something to like have fulfillment, to be happy, to yeah. start a new better life for yourself. Like, yeah, just like start yeah. when you want. Ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Ooh, yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Good one. Bars. <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I feel like you are a rapper. Yeah. But 2020, I didn't, I don't think I had any resolutions for 2020. But I did start journaling in 2020. I've delved into like spirituality and chakras. I've started meditating a lot more, but I journal a lot. And if you are going to start 2021 with a resolution, I would suggest that you write it down because writing Mm -hmm. it down holds you accountable and makes it real. Like if I had written down my 2020 resolutions, I could totally look back and be like, oh, like, look, I did this or I did not or I've changed a lot. And if you were going to have a resolution, you should write it down. So you can hold yourself accountable to it. Yeah, that's really good. I definitely want to do that. And I've found that journaling has been really helpful for me um, to figure out and pinpoint what I'm feeling too as well. Mm -hmm. What are your guys' morning routines? I feel like you guys are both very, like I said, motivated people and very structured in um, your routines. So Casey, if you want to talk about what you do in the mornings first to just stay motivated and... Um, I think it's... It's different with school, like obviously things are different oh, yeah. um, in that okay. sense. But right now being home, it's nice because I can be more um, flexible in my time because it's not like you really have to wake up and go to class right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but right right now I would say I try and wake up at a consistent time around like 7.30. I know that sounds early, but I really like mornings. Mm-hmm. Like that's like my favorite time of the day, honestly. Um, so I'll wake up around like seven ish and then normally I'll actually just make coffee and then sit in my room for a while. I try and turn my phone off, um, and not go on it for a while. I feel like that's what, when I like start, I don't know, like starting off the day, right. is when I'm not on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I journal, I, I am like spiritual. I do believe in God. I'm a Christian. So I read, I try and read the Bible. Um, and or just read like different devotional books I try and pray praying has like been a huge thing for me 
um, and journaling like we were talking about. I really like journaling. Um, so I'll do that for like an hour and then um, usually work out right after that. I don't eat before a workout. I know that's kind of a topic people like talk about just like if you eat or not mm-hmm. before a workout. Later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, so I'll just, like, go straight into the workout and then work out for, like, I try and extend it as much as possible. I Like, it's my favorite time is working out or being in the gym, so I'll work out for, like, an hour and a half to two hours. And then after that, just either start school if I'm in school or um, eat a huge breakfast. It's what I look forward to most. <laughs> and then um, usually work. I go to Chick-fil-A after that. Yeah, we're all Chick-fil-A co-workers, which is how we <laughs> kind of got connected. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot to mention that. When you work at Chick-fil-A, you'll stay there I love for Chick-fil-A. life. Yeah, yeah it's our too. pleasure to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my morning routine, though. Mm-hmm. I try and stick to that, but consistency is key. Keeping that there. Yeah, yeah. consistency mm-hmm. is key. Yeah. Uh, and I think Julia knows a lot about consistency as well. Yeah. My morning routine is very interesting. I'm like a creature of the morning like I'm a creature routine um in high school I <laughs> used to get up, in high school I used to get up at 3 30 every morning to like work out before school because I cannot do anything before I work out but like Casey had mentioned it's different with school and it's different with like right now we're on a break mm-hmm. so right now my morning routine is I get up at six and the first thing I do is I'm really kind of into reading books right now um I'm into astronomy uh, and astrology too, but astronomy. So I'm reading this book by Neil deGrasse Tyson right now. But the first thing I do when I wake up is, well, first of all, I set out all my clothes out the night before because that really helps if you don't do that. Um, yeah, but I get up and I'll read for five minutes just because I just was sleeping. So I need to read to kind of jumpstart my brain, mm-hmm. like get all those neurons firing. Um, I'll read for five minutes. And then after I read, I put that book away and I meditate and I don't really tie myself. I'll just put on music and I'll meditate for anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. Um, and I'm like closing my eyes. So I don't know how long it is, but after I open my eyes and I'm done with my meditation, it kind of goes to show like how long I need to meditate and what mm-hmm. I thought about if I, it was longer than obviously I'm thinking about more and I recognize that. Mm-hmm. After that, I journal like whatever my thoughts were um and then I read and I'll read however long I feel like and after I read then I go to the gym I'll I like to eat before I go to the gym <laughs> um so I'll eat a nice little breakfast or whatever I usually just make a shake and then after I work out that's like when my day starts because uh, I can't do anything before I work out yeah, I feel the same. Like, I'll meditate and, like, read and stuff, but those are, like, very true. I've actually started stretching, too, because I want to get my splits. <laughs> Did you have so, your splits in high school? I had my splits in high school, yeah. That's but now sick. I'm, I'm trying to get the splits. Yeah, I've actually been trying to work on my splits, too. Yeah. I was at the gym, and I was like, all right, we're going to do this. I'm, like, yeah. stretching out, getting It's down. nice that you can, like, actually kind of, te- like, teach yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like people mm-hmm. do, like, normally are like, I can't do the splits, and then they just... Do stretches. It's really good for your like, muscle recovery yeah, too. Yeah, like if is. you stretch regularly, if you're not stretching before and after your workouts, you're tripping because <laughs> one, you need to stretch, get all the blood flowing mm-hmm. before your workout. And, and after. And after it will it will help with the soreness. If you're feeling really sore after your workouts, you need to start stretching. Too. Yeah. yeah. And it's important for muscle um, recovery. Re- and recovery and preventing injuries. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Well. Like, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, what would you guys? You guys both mentioned journaling. What would you recommend for someone who may not like journaling? Is there a way to start it that some people might not have thought of before? Because I know sometimes for me it's hard to yeah. sit down and put my thoughts on paper. Yeah, it's just like. Well, with journaling, it's not like, oh, like, my crush today, or like, today, but it's hey, just... Hey, I used to write uh, like that. Same. Well, it's just time. like, it's just what you're feeling and what you're recognizing. Like, when I tell people that I journal, they're like, oh, that's corny, like, that's weird, but it's like, that's the thing about journaling is like, you're constantly having passing thoughts, like, people are going through mental illness or whatever, like, their emotion, like, I'm not, like, as a very, like, happy person, I'm not always happy with myself, I'll be, like, upset at myself like i'll think about certain things and thoughts just pass like that's why we're like if you're having this negative thought about yourself but then you busy yourself with work or you busy yourself with drugs and alcohol or something like that you're trying to avoid that thought so you it never it's a problem that never gets solved Mm -hmm. but if you're writing down what you're thinking or you're writing down what your motivations and goals are it's on paper and it makes it real it's not just a thought that like passes by yeah it forces you to confront it a little bit yeah it 100 percent forces you to confront it like before i started journaling like there's so many things in my life that like i just procrastinated on like in terms of like mentally mm-hmm. like holding myself accountable to certain things and then i when i started journaling like it was like on paper and every time i look at my journal I'm like it's staring at me right in my face mm-hmm. so i have to i have to confront it i don't yeah i can't just avoid it yeah and i know that casey you just posted a picture of you um, had a journal that you've been maybe using for the school year, and the oh, last yeah. page was the last day of 2020. That doesn't normally happen. I was like, oh, that's kind of mm, sick. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it was it's like, not a coincidence. Yeah. I don't believe in coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> last page, I was like, dang, okay. And it was like kind of a cool thing, and I saved my journals too. And I, I'm very much like, I reflect a lot. And I know people say, like, don't live in the past, like, move forward. And I agree. But I do think it's good to, like, sit back and, like, read old things that's why like it's important to write down your resolutions or like if you do that or just like journaling I would say for someone that's wanting to start or interested in journaling like don't feel the pressure of like having to write out like pages on pages of how you feel like you could bullet point like just certain things that happened in your day or like how you're feeling just like bullet point like I feel good today maybe here's why like Mm -hmm. try and or you could just sometimes I don't journal like about like in grand detail I'll just write like three things I'm thankful for uh mm. three things that are on my mind mm. and then call it good like yeah. just don't don't put pressure on yourself yeah. to like I don't know try and write a bunch like not everyone vibes like that just mm-hmm. like do small things and then you'll probably start liking it more yeah, yeah. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking to a Matthew McConaughey love of my life and <laughs> And Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey, I can't speak, obviously. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey was saying that he journals in the good times and the bad times because yeah. oftentimes people journal when you're at your lowest and mm-hmm. it's because the way to process. But you also got to journal the good times to look back and say, okay, I'm mm-hmm. in a rut now. What was I doing back then that was making me successful? Mm-hmm. So I think journaling can be underrated and there's obviously other ways that people can process and um reflect but journaling has been one thing that i think covid and 2020 and quarantine just really opened up the doors to like this is something that's really positive for your mental health seriously Mm -hmm. it really is Mm -hmm. like it could be anything you want to like 
I use my journal not just for writing down my thoughts, goals, or feelings and stuff like that. It's I also keep track of my finances in there. Like every week, I write down my weekly total of like how much is in my uh, checkings and my savings. Mm -hmm. And every purchase I make, I subtract like from that. That's total. a good habit too. So like, yeah, that is good. At the end of the week, I'll, like I know how much is exactly in my bank account. Right. Like, and that on top of like all my like monthly expenses, like. Like the bills I have to pay, it's just automatically subtracted, so I know how much is in my bank account without having to like look at it, like yeah. to the set. And then like also on top of it, like I want to start my own business and do like other things, so like uh -huh. I'll have good ideas. Like I want to open up my own gym, right. and like if That's I'm just true. sitting there thinking about like hmm, like what like my setup is or like good ideas I'll have. Like yeah. if I have a good idea, like or just like a thought, like I'll just write it down. Like oh, I want to do this to my. I want my gym to have blackboard walls and chalk so mm -hmm. people can write on it. That's I was literally cool. a that's thought sick. that I had, and I was like, that's such a good idea. So I wrote it down in my journal so right. I'll never forget it. Because, right. like, if I thought about it and then, oh, I'm at work or something like that, I'll go back to thinking about work. And right. then I'll just forget it, and I'm like, oh, that was such a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I find myself jotting yeah. down things. It's Sometimes like, I'd, like, write – I'd have a thought, and I'd be – I'd write it down on a receipt, and yeah. then I'd shove the receipt in my work pocket because I was like, I don't want to forget this. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But obviously we all have – you guys have really good mental habits and as well as physical habits yeah. so julian and casey both are some of the most motivated people like workout people i know in my life and i both i think you both have different reasons for why you love the gym so much and working out so casey if you want to start talking about yeah why you got it why you got started working out and what yeah what just you love about it so much it's actually yeah interesting um it was about last year i haven't been doing it for a super long time um, but last year when I went to school, I, um, was starting to get really depressed, um, and which was shocking to me because I was so excited to go to school. Like, college was just so hyped up. Um, I was meeting so many great people, um, on my own, just feeling very, like, adulting. Um, but yeah, I was really homesick and started feeling really depressed, very anxious, and I'm not a very anxious person, so that was very weird. Um, and my mom actually suggested to just go to the gym and work out, like, mm. um, for like an hour. And so I was like, I mean, okay. Um, so I went, and I, I just felt so good. Um, and I started doing it more consistently, and I honestly think that working out, like, saved me from being super low and depressed and it kind of brought me out of that so like honestly it just has it just ever since has had a special place in my heart and that's mm -hmm. why I continue to do it um and like yeah I have like body goals things that I want to like achieve um build muscle etc but at the end of the day it's a feeling thing um it's it brought me out of a really low place and so just like knowing that is like why why I continue to do it mm -hmm. um and then ever since then I've just like been consistent consistently doing it and I think also in high school um I would only work out like like every now and then because I felt like I needed to mm -hmm. like I felt like a guy wouldn't like me if I like was big or small or like didn't have a butt or whatever like all that stigma that can be surrounded with like girls and having a great body um and that, like, was my drive, was to, like, impress other people. Mm -hmm. um, and that never ends well, if that's, I don't know. It 
it just did not and I that's why I never did it consistently it was like once every couple weeks mm-hmm. yeah um but then once it kind of shifted to this is for me this mm-hmm. is because I want to mm-hmm. this like makes me feel better then now it's it's easy to wake up and go to the gym yeah. like it's not for anybody else but myself yeah and that's kind of the that. shift yeah. 100%. If you're going to get start going to the gym, you got to go do it for yourself. Yeah. You shouldn't do it for other people. Because that's going to, your motivation is going to run out. Yeah. If yeah. you're doing it for someone, like, you're not going to be consistent with it. Mm. You got to do it for you. But yeah, that's kind of how I started with, like, working out. And now it, it's grown into, like, such a big passion, which I didn't think it would. Um, and when I went to the gym initially, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know about lifting weights. I I just knew about cardio and stuff. And then once I started lifting weights, bro, it changed everything. Yeah. yeah. It, it's 100%. so fulfilling. So yeah. that's why, like, you just have to go. You just have to start. Yeah, no yeah. one knows really what they're doing in the beginning. But yeah. that's why you look up to different people. I follow so many people that I look yeah. up to. Would you but, agree that you didn't know what you were doing at the beginning, Julian? Um, I had, like, an idea, but it was in- it's intimidating for sure. Like, when yeah. I started going... The reason I went so early in the morning was one because I had like stuff to do after school, like work and like basketball or whatever. But two, I knew at three if I went at three thirty in the morning, at four in the morning, no one was gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Like I ended up finding like a small group of people that was always there at four a.m. every morning, and those were my people, mm-hmm. uh, which is super cool. But like it was like empty. There was like ten people in the whole gym, yeah. so like no one could judge me. Like I could just figure out what I was doing and it's it's a learning curve 100% like you if you think you know what you're doing and you start like you don't like I'm still learning I'm three years into it and I'm still learning like constantly new things like so you started working out and getting really into bodybuilding three years ago um I started I think about it was March of what it was April 5th of 2018. I know the exact date because the reason I started, uh, well, I have to preface like with my whole story. Yeah, like, you can tell I guess so. My sophomore year of high school, this was October of 2016, I had a brain injury, and like before that, I was like a freshman. I always thought I was like a pretty good looking kid. I uh-huh. like talking to people, I was very outgoing. People, people would like me, and I was like, okay, this is like cool. Uh-huh. Um, I had a little bit of ego, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and then my brain injury happened, like I was in a little accident, I was in a coma for a while, spent like a month in a hospital, and like that just like like spiraled into this whole thing. Like I went about a year and a half um, kind of feeling like down on myself. Like I, I struggled a lot with self-image because of like my head and like my scar and I was tiny and I, I just didn't feel like the same person I was after the accident. Mm-hmm. And in March of 2018, a whole year and a half about uh, after my first brain surgery and when the injury occurred, I had to have another brain surgery because it was my fourth or fifth one. I had to have another one because there's something, some kind of complications with when they put my skull back in. Mm-hmm. And I was just so fed up. I was like, this is it. Like, this is, I'm done with like this whole brain injury thing I'm done feeling down about myself I was still like always like a happy kid but internally inside there's like a part of me that always was very unhappy which was hard because I, I was like everybody saw me as this miracle child mm-hmm. like that like oh how can you be so happy it's like amazing but mm-hmm. I know internally I was fighting like a battle that no one, no one knew about mm-hmm. so March 5th 
I had that brain surgery and my neurosurgeon was like, okay, like give it a month and then you could go back to like doing whatever you're doing, like playing sports, doing like all these things. And I was like, okay, a month, bet. So April 5th, I woke up that morning, like a week before that, I did all the studying, all these workouts things, trying to learn. And April 5th, I got up at 3.30 a.m. and I went to the gym and I like got my first workout in and then the rest is history. Like after like a month, I started like, after a week I saw progress. After a month, I started to see progress. And then like three, four months later, I looked back and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm a whole different person. And that's the thing with like motivation and like why people fall off is because they expect progress to happen so quick. Mm -hmm. Like I saw like a change initially because I was so tiny, Mm -hmm. Um, but don't expect change right away, but take a lot of photos and progress pictures because you look at yourself every single day. So you're not going to notice the tiny changes, but once you stick with it for like a month, for four months, you're going to look back and it's like, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. because you're, when you go in there, like, you're not just doing nothing. If you're going in there every day, like changes occurring, whether you see it or not. Right. I saw, I read an article one time that said, if you work out even for um, just 13 minutes a day, that will produce um, like a slight amount of change. So like people like you work out for an hour and a half, like the longer you work out, I know that the progress could be, um, or it could happen in in a shorter time period. However, I did see something to where it was, if you work out even for that 13 minutes a day Mm -hmm. doing whatever it is, cardio, abs, uh, Mm -hmm. butt workout, whatever it is, there will be progress over time. Consistency is key. Yeah, Yeah, no, you don't even have to like, I was talking about this a couple days ago. Like, I didn't lift heavy, like, the first, like, couple months of working out. I barely even knew what lifting weights, like, really did. Right. Um, But I think change came with consistency, like what we were just saying, like, Mm -hmm. doing it more. And I think once you hit that, like, fourth month of, like, maybe putting in more effort doing working out, like, five, six days a week, then you're going to want it more because you're going to probably start seeing those changes that you've been waiting for. And then Mm -hmm. you're just going to run with it. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I don't really struggle too much right now with like, Oh, I don't want to work out. Like I look forward to it so much, but I think, yeah, that beginning part is the hardest. You just, but you got to be consistent with it. You can't like do it for two weeks and then take a month off. You're not going to see any change. Right. So you said that you look forward to working out, but what would your guys' advice be for someone who, I, I go through this sometimes too, where it's just, you're excited one day and you're really motivated one day, but then the next day, just complete mm. unmotivation. What would your be, be your advice mm. for people who might be feeling like that? You go. Uh, well, like motivation like comes and goes. Like it's just about consistent like, consistency. Like, especially have a goal or like a routine, just follow that routine. Like you're yeah. not going to wake up every single morning on the right side of the bed, yeah. but if you force yourself to go the you'll find that most times you're going to be happy afterwards that you went. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, I would say that's the biggest thing is knowing how you feel after has helped me a lot. Um, and just like getting up and going, you don't even have to do try and yeah. Okay. Here's what it is. It's finding things that like you actually enjoy doing in the gym. I think that initially I hated working out because I don't, I didn't really like just running on the treadmill Mm -hmm. and, but that's all that I like knew of working out. I was talking to one of my friends a um, couple days ago, and she loves Pilates. I barely even know really that much about Pilates, but that that's her outlet, and she loves doing it. I think finding what you love in the gym will keep you motivated, too. Um, obviously, we both like lifting weights. I mean, yeah. Julian's, like, going into a bodybuilding competition. Like, he loves doing that. 
Um, but if you're not huge into lifting weights, then don't don't have that. Like, don't start with that. Do mm-hmm. something that you like enjoy. Try and find something that makes you happy. Some people really thrive with running. I mean, yeah. I've grown into liking running more, but it's definitely not something I would wake up every day and be like, oh, I'm so excited to run yeah. two miles right. today. Yeah. Like, yeah. but I wake up and I go, oh, I'm so excited to like train shoulders or train legs, yeah. like lift yeah. weights and that. And so transitioning a little bit more into the logistics of the gym and physical fitness, you mentioned um, earlier that when you first started working out, you were doing a lot more cardio. And Mm -hmm. I think that for girls and guys, I think there's like, um, maybe not stereotype, but a stigma of girls typically do cardio and are not as comfortable lifting weights Mm -hmm. because maybe they don't know how. And then guys, maybe Julian, I don't know if this is true or not, but like want to get huge. Um, so if you guys could touch a little bit about that, like logistically how cardio versus lifting affects your body and then maybe the stigma of how girls may perceive working out and guys as well. Well, cardio is really good for like heart health and all around just like physical fitness. Like Mm -hmm. it's good for your body to increase your heart rate. It will make your heart Mm -hmm. healthier, but like anything that raises your heart, like you can jump rope. That's cardio. That's the kind of cardio I enjoy. I also enjoy running. Like you can do anything, but yeah, cardio is, it's a touchy topic. Like, when people bulk, like, oh, don't do cardio. Like, you're just going to be burning, like, more calories than you need to. But realistically, I do cardio even when I, well, actually, I always say, like, I hate cardio sarcastically. But I enjoy it. And people argue that cardio is actually beneficial for you when you are, like, bulking, trying to gain weight. Because, one, it's healthy for you. And if you, like, go on a run, jump rope, do whatever, like, how many calories are you going to burn? You're going to burn realistically like 200, 300, 400 calories at the most. But if you're bulking and you're trying to build muscle, those calories you burn, like it will make you hungry. So the argument is that like, even though you're doing cardio and you're burning 300 calories, it'll make you hungrier and you can eat like a 1200 calorie meal. And so that's even more because then you're going to be in a 900 calorie caloric surplus. So. Um, I think that girls don't want to lift weights because they're scared they're going to, like, have a huge bulk and look well, like a man. I have something to say about that once you finish talking. <laughs> yeah, which is so hard to do. Yes, it is so yes. hard to bulk when up. people say that, it honestly You think you're going to lift two pounds no, and be, oh like, so huge. I'm like, <laughs> it, it's frustrating to hear that because... Do you know how hard it is to bulk up to eat? Yeah. It, there's so much that goes into it, yeah. and girls don't lift weights because they think they'll look like a man. <laughs> and I, to that, I just say, don't worry about it. Like it, it takes, like, oh my gosh, it just makes me mad. I, I would not let that stop you, like yeah. work out or lift weights if you want to, girls. Like, I lift weights, and I don't think that I. Like, when I'm just chilling here, I'm not, like, a freaking yeah, huge person. Seriously. You have to eat, like, 5,000 calories a day. And... Well, you have to eat more calories than you burn, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's just so much that goes into it. Yeah. So, like, don't be afraid to lift weights yeah. if your reason is because you're afraid you're going to look yeah. huge. Because don't worry, you yeah. won't. No, 100%. I hear, this, <laughs> I hear this all the time. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to lift weights because, like, I'm, I don't want – I just – don't want to get toned like i'll just build muscle like if you have the problem of building muscle that's a great you, problem you must have. have the most god tier genetics <laughs> of any human being ever. it's like, true so many girls want to say like i've heard i'm not trying to be like rude or whatever but 
like a lot it's like a thing that well, it's a genuine fear yeah, girls so, have that like oh i'm gonna start lifting weights and i'm just gonna like blow up and have all this muscle like it takes time to build that like i think it's because of what we see on social media which is very deceiving mm-hmm. um but too it's like yeah. they, they see it and like oh they, these people are gonna like be super muscular like have these broad shoulders have these muscular arms but Which that's not how great. it works yeah. like it's it takes time to get oh, that yeah. tone like if you it, it takes it's a lot of time a, yeah. and if you start working out like even if you do it consistently you're lifting weights for years and years and years you're not gonna end up being like this huge gigantic gigantic person i mean if like, that's your goal then well if that's your goal then you can yeah. get to it but like that's You're not, not a fear you need to like, have right that's yeah. not it's just not how it works i feel like it's not <laughs> yeah i think what you said about social media being really deceiving is in high school i feel like well even now i feel like we oh, have social is the worst it is, <laughs> i feel like you see models, you can't start your day with it yeah i feel like it's like we see models where they're they have big butts skinny legs tiny waist face like, tune angles but all these things yeah. where it's like okay if i work out and do the right amount of cardio but don't lift too many weights i'll get a huge butt i'll have tiny little legs i'll have a tiny waist and maybe I don't know what it is for guys, but yeah, the, it's the different for guys. Things, yeah. But um, and so that's what I felt in high school was like I have to do a ton of cardio, but then I was like I have absolutely like no muscle. Like I have no. muscle, but it was so small. I never yeah. wanted to only do cardio. Yeah. So and I didn't know anything about but, lifting or anything like yeah, that. The yeah, the thing with that is like yeah, you have to understand that everyone's like every single person is literally built differently everyone has different genetics like some people are super genetically blessed and like some people just have certain like muscle attachments that Mm -hmm. make them better like so me i have like for instance i have a four pack like my abs like when i'm super lean i only have four abs and then like the bottom like two are kind of there but like as much as I want, I can train every day. I can train abs every day for the rest of my life, but I'll never have a six or eight pack because that's simply just not how my muscles work. Yeah. And the same goes for like girl or me with my waist. Like my waist isn't like tight or like certain things like that. Like you're just born with your body and you can become the best version of yourself. But like when you see on social media, the girl with the tight waist or the guy with the tight waist and broad shoulders, like people have like long bicep head, short bicep head. Everyone has different muscle attachments. Mm -hmm. So like as much as you want, like as much as you worked out or do whatever, and you have this perfect image of someone you saw on social media, you can never physically look exactly like them because they're just built differently. Like if they have a tight waist and your waist is a little bit bigger, then there's certain things that you can do to create the illusion that your waist is tighter, also like build it. like bigger butt or bigger lats that will create that illusion. But like, it's just like how you are. You can become the best version of yourself, but you can't be anybody else. That's why social media is so deceiving. Yeah. Because it's like, don't try to be anyone else but yourself. Right. How would um how have you guys learned to work out for your body type? Mm. And, um, I would just say like. The knowledge of knowing like what your body type is will help yeah. you try and cater workouts like what you're saying about your abs like I have hip dips I don't know if you guys know what that is but like mm-hmm. the sides of my butt like kind of go in a little bit like on oh, and then there's know, some yeah, girls yeah. that just like have nice like round rounded butt so I'm, I don't even know what I'm saying the, no, on the sides but yeah yes. and like there's like different workouts that I've learned that you can do like clamshells hydrants you can put weights here and like do more side sumo squats help the side of your glutes but like at the end of the day and I do that stuff like 
twice, three times a week. But, you know, I'll always have hip dips. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it just goes in. Yeah. It's, but, yeah, not, like, knowing um, the different parts of your body that might be, like, more specific or genetic. And then, yeah, there's different things you can do. Finding people that you, like, can follow that have the same body type as you, yeah. I think, is a good thing. If you are trying to look up to somebody else, there's a healthy way of doing that. You can yeah, look up at their, like, workouts or what they're doing in the gym um but yeah if you like follow people that like maybe like have just a four pack too or don't have or have hip dips or whatever it is then you can like try and mimic some of the things they're doing Mm -hmm. that might help them but yeah it's basically like just knowing your body yeah like you gotta like everyone's goals are different like yeah you could there's everyone's gonna have like weak points or strong points like you genetically have like a great chest or genetically just have like big legs like i'm like asian and i find that like asian people or like filipino people typically have like bigger legs so i have like some pretty like i'd say my strong suit is probably my legs but like i also have like my waist like it's kind of weird like my waist is like goes out and then it goes in instead of just like kind of attaching so Uh i don't like aesthetically for what i'm trying to compete in it's really aesthetically pleasing in men's physique to have tight waist, broad shoulders, big back, because it's a competition where you're wearing shorts on stage, so they don't judge legs. Oh, so okay. I'm like, oh, oh, like well, I could do classic or um, but, uh, where I would be like <laughs> in underwear, and then they would <laughs> judge me on my legs too, and there's more things that go into that. But like right now, my goals are to try and broaden my back and mm-hmm. widen my lats and really be shoulder focused because the more I focus on those um, body parts, there's, um, it creates the illusion that my waist is tighter because Mm -hmm. it will create the V, the V shape. Right. So like based on your body type, you can try to focus on certain muscle groups to go for the look that you're going for. Right. Yeah. Can you touch more on the bodybuilding competition that you're going to be entering into this year and just explain (laughs) what, because I literally have no idea how Um, that works at all. Yeah. Well, it's a learning curve for me too, because it's different, like there's the NPC, uh, IFBB, I'll be competing naturally, I'll be doing the INBA, WNBA. Um, Gonna have to dumb yeah. that down for us. What were the, well, yeah, what were the first things you said, the WABB? <laughs> well, basically, it's just like a federation, the INBA is International Natural Body Bodybuilding Association. Okay. And it's basically just an organization that holds bodybuilding competition competitions. You can go pro, there's amateur. There's certain steps that you have to take to get your pro card. Like you have to win a national show or like a regional show, stuff like that. There's, I could go on about that forever, but I'll be competing probably in men's physique. So I'll be wearing the shorts. Okay. And there's certain poses that you hit and like you have How a How do you just coach. know like what pose to do or like, specific Yeah, they, they, they tell you what pose to do and then okay. eventually like you do a routine and stuff like that. But there's a lot of things that go into it. Like the week before is like, or the week of is like peak week and you have to dry out and like you up your, and the, mean you don't the like months anything? leading like the cardio will go up, the carbs will go down. Like uh-huh. there's, there's a lot of things you can manipulate like in terms of like how much water you drink, how many carbs you take and how much cardio you do to like make yourself look a certain way. Like Mm -hmm. before I step on stage, I'll be carving up a lot to fill out my muscles. So the carbs and the glycogen will be in my muscles and Uh I'll look fuller. So interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes into, that's why you have to hire a coach because they're 
like my coach knows so much more than me and he's teaching me a lot and like with the posing and stuff like that it's very it's very intricate like if you if you've seen social media or tv or like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you've seen the people that are up there you can you've seen like oh how do you judge especially in open like how do you judge like these people that are all super huge they're all super toned they all look super good like how do you even judge that well the tr- judges are trained to look at very specific things like your conditioning like your proportions and it's like and your posing your posing is like a huge part of it like how like when you're hitting a back pose how like raise your elbows are or like mm-hmm. like it's all very intricate mm-hmm. and they're judging very specifically so it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be my first show so Hopefully, I'm trying to do it before I turn 20 so I can okay. compete in the teens division. Um, hopefully, I'll come home with first place. Yeah. But I'll be competing in April, I think April 3rd and April 24th. So hopefully, after that first show, we'll see how I do. I hope to talk to the judges afterwards mm-hmm. so they can give me advice on my posing or, like, my conditioning. Like, yeah. oh, you should lean out a little bit more. Or, like, you on this pose, your elbows were not, like, placed right. Or, like flex your obliques more because it's it's very hard it's not yeah. like you just walk on stage and it's like, and like, stand, like stand there well i'm i'm gonna be so giggly bro i'm gonna be, sm- <laughs> I'm gonna be cheesing super hard but um yeah it's it's a lot i'm very excited for it that I'm sounds still very interesting yeah. is there an entry fee or a prize or yeah yeah so you i don't know how much the fee is to enter but yeah you have to pay to continue. taylor's like huh. and then yeah i'm considering it you know <laughs> Yeah, you should do it if you really want to. <laughs> no, yeah, that's something that would be, like... Just shows everyone yeah. has their own goal. Yeah, and it, right. it starts right now. Like, I've already... I'm... Well, it's January already, so right. I'm, I'm about three months out. So, and you have to... Everything's manipulated with, like... It all comes to diet. People say mm-hmm. that, like, diet's, like, 70% of it, and it really right. is. Yeah, oh, So, yeah. like, right now, my macros are at a certain place. Like, I'm eating 350. Yeah, I'd love to talk about to talk yeah. about it um, because yeah. I know that for women and men it's very different. So Casey, you want to talk about for girls, um, what you eat to, because like you said earlier, most a lot of women have a fear of getting huge. And yeah. So maybe like bust the myth of bulking and what that looks like for women. Honestly, like the reality is, if you are trying to bulk, and like Julian can like touch on this more too, like you're gonna need to eat a lot and like up your macros a lot which is carbs protein fats Mm -hmm. um and that's the only way that you'll really bulk up is like food is everything it is um you're gonna have to eat a lot in order for that to happen um right now for me personally i i still have so much to learn when it comes to food um i'm not perfect at like eating the right things I think it's all about balance obviously Mm -hmm. it does depend on your goal too like if you're going into a bodybuilding competition you're going to be more strict on that and that and and just be mindful of if it's something that you want to do you don't want to force yourself to like be strict in that um but yeah I think the main thing um for are we are we talking about like trying to build muscle more yeah just because your goal right now is to build more muscle yeah so what was does your current diet consist of yeah, um, I try and eat, right now, I'm trying to eat about 2,500 calories a day, which honestly probably isn't that much, um, considering I want to build muscle. Um, I do cardio once a week, sometimes twice, but I try to not do it as much. 
Um, my breakfasts are about a thousand calories. Like I have a big breakfast, start my day off in the right thing. Working at Chick-fil-A, it's hard because I want to eat more, but I work nights, right. which you do too. So, you know, like you get 30 minutes or 10 minutes and you get a side and food and it's not normally enough um, for me. Yeah. Um, but lunch, I'll usually try and have vegetable, fruit, meat. Mm-hmm. It's very basic things. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, a, you stick to the same kind of foods. Mm-hmm chicken, fish. So you can't be eating like ice cream and cake and no. all that stuff because that's good. Like bulking may not be eating like You think like, oh, you need calories. to eat carbs. Okay, I can have a bunch of like snacks and whatever. It's it's a lot of carbs, whatever, yeah. but it there's different types of carbs. I don't know a lot about this, but I do know like you do need to be specific in that. I don't snack like at all really. Yeah. And if I do, it's like fruits and vegetables. I think yeah. the big thing is like, um, have big meals and decrease your snacking. Don't have late night like eating sugar if you can help it. Try and not. Yeah. Um, and I think you're good. Just making your meals like big so you're not craving anything else or hungry yeah. um, would be the biggest thing. But yeah, it depends on your goal. If you're trying to eat in a deficit or have less calories, I think most normal girls would like want to eat around like 1,500, 1,800 yeah. calories. It just, it just like depends like there's a lot in the world of mm-hmm. that, like yeah. from simple carbs, like which break down faster to complex carbs, saturated fats, unsaturated fats. Yeah. But like the basis for like, if you're trying to like, I'll talk about losing weight since you talked about gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Um, for losing weight, there's like, um, there's a standard that about 3,500 calories is about a pound of fat. So let's say I'm trying to lose weight, right? Um, well, first you have to kind of evaluate your activity level and find your maintenance calorie level is going to be based off your height, your weight, your gender, mm-hmm. all that kind of things. Like if I'm working two jobs and I'm going to the gym, but I'm, and I like, for me, I'm 5'10", 5'10", <laughs> I swear, I'm 5'10", <laughs> and I'm way around 180 right now. Like based on my activity level, I'm working an eight hour shift. I'm going to have to eat more calories because I'm burning a lot more calories. Mm-hmm. Right. So once you find out what your maintenance calorie level is, let's just say it's like for me, I'll go personally, for me, it'd probably be around 3000 calories would be my maintenance um, because of how active I like am. Like to maintain. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if I want to maintain where I'm at, I would eat 3000 calories a day because mm-hmm. that's how many calories I'm burning. Right. So mm-hmm. if I ate 2,500 calories a day, then that means I'm burning 500 calories more than I'm eating every single day. Mm-hmm. So after a week, seven days, seven times 500, that's 3,500 calories. I can estimate that after a week, I've burned about a pound of fat. Okay. And then the same goes for reverse. If you want to bulk up, like if you're a tiny person and you're not very active, then your maintenance calorie level could be 1,200 calories. It could be 1,000 calories. And eating 1,500 calories would be you gaining weight. Right. But that's just that's just a simple that's fact. It's, it's just science. Like when it comes to burning fat and mm-hmm. or gaining weight, if you're eating more calories than you burn, then you're gonna you're gonna gain weight. If right. you're eating less calories than you burn, you're gonna be losing weight. Yeah. And that's like a good standard. If you want to lose more weight even faster, you can double it, eat in a thousand calorie surplus a day, yeah. so that after a week you'll burn about two pounds of fat. But that there's it's, it's like a thin line. Like you can't just eat nothing because then your body's going to go, 
um, yeah, into a state where it's going to, yeah, because there's anabolic and catabolic and catabolic is actually going to be, your body's going to go into like panic mode. It's actually going to start burning muscle instead. So there's a fine line. You got to be active and you, you got to find, you can find maintenance cal- uh, calculators on yeah, that's where online. You should you should, if you want to, if you want to gain weight or lose weight, that's where, that's where it really needs to start. How many calories you're burning a day, how active you are. And then based off that, like eat more or less mm-hmm. and then like a good basis is like try to i eat about double my weight in carbs about my weight in protein and just try yeah, to keep your fats that's, a good, that's, that's like a good that's like a good standard and then you can calculate how much calories that is like carbs are what six calories one carb is oh one Ooh. carb is i don't know i think it's mm. six i know protein and carbs are six calories each and then a gram of fat is nine calories i think i could i don't think it's six i could be wrong i trust you it's something like that but you, something about that yeah right? so each gram is like a certain amount of calories right and so this all so. sounds a little bit complicated yeah sorry i just went on a rant <laughs> you did but, but I, I really enjoyed it so it sounds complicated but ultimately you have to work out and eat for yeah. your body yeah your yeah. yeah start like a, find a calculator um I'm gonna hype up this app, My Fitness Pal. Yeah, my that's like the best thing that you can do. Um, once you find, first you need to find your goal. Find your goal. Am I building muscle? Am I trying to lose weight? Whatever. Once you figure that out, um, type in the stuff about you, your height, your weight, and that, and it'll tell you the um, calories that you need to eat to maintain, like what you were saying, and then um, you can either like add to that or subtract to that depending mm-hmm. on your goal. Um, and then just plugging in your foods with an app helps a lot. Um, that way you can kind of like manage like, okay, mm. I, ate, I ate all my macros today. Like, that's good. And if right. you don't hit it every day, like, it's okay. Yeah. Don't be like, if it's going to be an unhealthy thing for you to have an app and track your food, I, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it if it's not going to be good for you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you have to be in a good mental place yeah. to do that right. because it can, it like, it can affect you like oh yeah. shoot like i didn't i didn't hit what i was supposed to eat today like, you know it can it can be damaging or so. opposite of yeah. like oh i'm eating way too much food and i'm right. gonna get fat and huge and, and it's yeah. the holidays and right now too. Like that too like where it can become like a mental thing where mm-hmm. like you are so micromanaging your calories that you're not eating enough or you feel and like you're right. living like, life it's very sad course. like so yeah, yeah there's it's a, it's a fine line you gotta right. we yeah. say that um guys feel the same stigma that um kind of obviously it's pretty well known that girls have um it can be pretty challenging with eating disorders and like a really mm. mentally challenging um body wise with all of societal expectations and would you say that guys do that as well or would it be yeah. well i way? i mean i can't speak for everyone because i personally right. i don't um I haven't like struggled with that necessarily, but I definitely feel like everyone's going like through their own thing, their mm-hmm. own journey. Like you don't know what like guys are going through. I I'm sure guys like yeah, I'm sure guys feel the same way, um, but they just just handle it differently. Mm-hmm. Like it is what it is. Like people yeah. can be going through it, and you wouldn't even know. Um, yeah, but it's true. I think yeah. like. I mean, guys' stigma is just, like, to get big. So I'm sure they, everyone has their own, like, thing. There's, like, the stigma of, like, girls having, like, small waist or whatever and guys being big. They're both hard to achieve in their own way. I think that's what people think. Like, it takes a lot of work. 
to get to either either side. Um, but yeah, I'm sure guys. Because yeah. we're like, we judge ourselves. Like you judge yourself harder than anybody else. But like, mm -hmm. I know guys that like are tiny and they just are very, like that's one of the reasons I started because I in the hospital, I lost like almost, I lost over 30 pounds. Yeah. And then I just like didn't recognize myself. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people like, are tiny and then they'll start working out because they want to build muscle or they're like larger and they want to lose weight because mm -hmm. it all starts with like body image or like whatever you see yourself in the mirror you don't like it then you start going to the gym to change that mm -hmm. and it like people with like faster metabolisms that are obviously the tighter ones they're slower yeah it, there's it, all that too yeah that some people are yeah. just blessed with being able to like yeah like burn things faster yeah yeah and there's there's ways you can manipulate that actually like if you want to if you want to increase your metabolism like slightly, you can eat more smaller meals like throughout the day because mm -hmm. if you think about it, you're eating like five meals versus like two really big meals right. and it's periodic, then your body's going to have to metabolize that food faster because right. it's constantly going to be digesting food. Yeah. So that's like a way to manipulate your metabolism. Yeah, I tracked my macros a little bit um, over the summer and I had, I was having about five meals, like smaller meals consistent of the days and meeting my macros. Um, in order to increase your metabolism and increase yeah. your proteins and yeah. all that stuff. There's definitely ways to manipulate that and just, again, yeah. finding what works for your body. But there's also ways, I mean, you want to set yourself up mentally for the gym. And I think it's important to, like, I guess, would you say it's important to dress for the gym? I mean, um, if you want. I mean, I like to be comfortable and, like, look. I mean, I Whatever have, this, I have, confident, I have this philosophy that you just – Wherever you go, you just never know when you're going to meet the love of your life. So, <laughs> um, like, you just really don't know. You could be at a grocery store. I should but look at that more. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I dress up, like, decently. I don't look like a slob, but I, I usually like whatever sweats keeps you and, like, whatever you want to. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I have lots of friends so at the gym, too, so it's cool. Like, yeah, I don't. I thrive off like workout outfits. Like that's where a lot of my <laughs> yeah. money has gone this year. But yeah, I think it's different for everyone. Um, I would say, yeah, whatever makes you feel most confident, you mm -hmm. should. If you don't care about what you look like in the gym, then don't care and wear whatever oh, right. you want, whatever's comfortable for you. Right. But for me, like, I love like picking things out to wear mm -hmm. just generally in life. Like it doesn't have to be to the gym. Yeah. I just like, I like clothes. Yeah. Um, I like clothes. Some yeah, yeah. I, I like, like tight clothes thing. for the gym. Tight clothes. I yeah. like. I mean, girls and guys' styles is gonna be different, but like, yeah, I like. I don't know buying, buying different like workout clothes, and that yeah. motivates me. But not everyone's like that. And I, I already know this answer to this question. But what are your favorite workout brands? Not Gymshark. Uh, I'm wearing uh, it right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, like, dude, I hate Gymshark. <laughs> Wait, that what? Like the re uh, I don't know. It was like a long time ago, but you were trying to get sponsored. I, not really. That was more like sarcastically, but oh, dude, I, don't that, know. I would I love like, to get sent Gymshark clothes and yeah, to spend like, my see, bank account. I like when I first saw when I was like wearing the Gymshark and stuff like that. But like now, actually, there's this one brand that I do really like, Dark Sport, which is really cool. Um, I've never heard of dark sport. Of, yeah, they sponsor a lot of really dope, cool athletes that have like an aesthetic that I like, like with the tattoos and like they're mm -hmm. very like uh, it's like uh, like you, you know, dress for your whoa. personality. So like they're, yeah. they're a cool brand that I follow, but I don't know. I wear like a lot of thrifted clothing, clothing like mm -hmm. I wear oh, yeah. like thrifted tank tops. Like I'm a huge thrifter. Like eighty percent of the clothes so I wear is Taylor, thrifted. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I I don't really like. <laughs> Interesting. Well, they've become like way more popular, so now I feel kind of 
stupid sometimes because I'll like be wearing Gymshark and I'm like, wow, I'm so basic right now because everyone's in it. Yeah. But um, I, think I mean, for, I, I like it. So yeah. whatever. If I'm for basic, girl, I'm basic. Like for girls, I think it's cool. Like, okay, if you want, like I do like Gymshark for girls. Like their clothing is really nice. Like they uh-huh. it's have like the high waist. Like it's, it's good quality. It's flattering. They're they're good clothing. Mm-hmm. But like when I see a guy wearing Gymshark. I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> I'm like, this guy. He's Interesting. Interesting. But, like, at the same time, like, there's there's duality in it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this guy wearing Gymshark, pulling up in his Gymshark tank top. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, so there's like, a stigma with men yeah. Gymshark. Well, like- for me, I'm at, at the same time, there's, another, no, there's another half of me that's like, I don't want to judge anyone in the gym because right. I 100, 110% respect anyone that's in the gym because, like, you gotta you gotta realize like even though I'm three years into it and I look a certain way or I am a certain way and I I have like a greater understanding of what I'm doing, I have to remember that at one point I was a dude that was wearing gym shark. <laughs> or I, I am was still or I was a dude that, I was a dude that didn't know what he was doing. Or like when I look at someone they're a lot bigger or tinier, whatever they are, they're in the gym regardless. And mm-hmm. I respect that hundred percent because it like that's half the battle is getting in the gym. Like once you're there, you just gotta work yeah. out so if it you're in the gym like the you're trying to make you're trying to make the change i respect that 110 percent. yeah i'm not i'm not going in there to flex that you're like i don't know i'll work out <laughs> take a picture and like do like two workouts with me and that's just stupid yeah and you're yeah. not gonna look like you work out either yeah. you just do that actually <laughs> and then you're yeah. a poser yeah yeah because uh, yeah. well, i know casey you've told me before that you like when you get dressed in your gym shark and like in your workout clothes, yeah. it's like I mean it's I, not I, like, just gym shark, but I do shark. like gym shark. Yeah, when you just in your workout clothes, whatever that may be, and you're like, yeah. all right, now I'm kind of like in the mindset and now yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, um, and so yeah, and I like. I like savvy. It's a brand. I'm just gonna pop that in there real quick. Drop <laughs> the discount code. Share twenty five for twenty five dollars off. Yeah, I mean, you look good. You feel good. You play good. Yeah, so, like, exactly. You, it's you true. Gymshark's flattering. Yeah. Like for me, at least, like I feel good in yeah. their clothing. I think it's like they have great leggings. It's flattering. Yeah. So I think I perform better when I'm. I think I look good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. it has to be a brand. Doesn't necessarily equate now will be better at my workout because i'm wearing this brand just whatever yeah. you feel it, yeah. yeah and i think when you look in the mirror and you're like yeah. i look good this is mm-hmm. good you're gonna push yourself yeah. and if exactly. you look in the mirror and you're like damn i yeah. look poor i personally like when i pull up to the gym i always wear like three layers like you have like sweatpants yeah. sweatshirt <laughs> on, like on any other day besides leg day i'm always wearing like sweats or like pants or joggers um but then uh, I always wear three layers because I like to be warm. Yeah, so slow <laughs> shit. I like to I like to pull up in the hoodie because I like to be warm and stretch and then like get sweaty and then like slowly start taking off my clothes. It's kind of yeah, fun I like too. Where I it's slowly like, like, like I, to take off my clothes. <laughs> when, I, uh, when, I, when, I, when I pull up and I'm and in the like super I'm baggy clothing, people are like, "Oh, look at this guy! Like he's tiny, like don't work out." And I take off my first layer of hoodie. So it's a surprise. Hey, like, like, oh, okay, this dude kind of works out maybe. And then I strip down to my tank top and they're like, "Okay, respect." Yeah, but then like, no, nah, I'm not huge. But at the same time, it's like probably not that deep. People don't like really judge like that. I think so. People are so focused on themselves in the gym. Did you just stop? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think people are so focused on themselves in the gym that they're not even thinking about yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, everyone's looking at themselves being like, okay, yeah. this, like, what am I doing here? The they're like, oh my gosh, like, I can't get this weight on the squat bar. Dude, I was so scared in the beginning. Yeah. I'm just trying to find me a gym day. <laughs> Girl. 
An e girl? No, not really. Okay. I actually had a really good party model. I feel pretty happy, so. That's good. Yeah. I like that. What's your guys' favorite muscle to work out? Shoulders right now. Um, I would say, I think my favorite exercise to do is squats. Like, I just love squatting because, like, it's I can squat heavy and it's mm-hmm. a strong suit for me. But I'd say my mus- favorite muscle to train would be chest and shoulders because okay. that's, like, what I'm, like, lacking a little bit more so it's fun to get like a nice little ch- chest pump and feel full um but i like yeah take your there. photos after you work out tip tip you want to have a little pump if you're thinking about that yeah yeah because then you have all pump. the blood's flowing to your muscles so that's why it looks a lot bigger yeah nice what are the best exercises for working shoulders and chest um for shoulders it's just a lot of like arnold presses i would say i mean yeah, yeah there's not I think arms kind of all kind of work together like yeah. when you do arm things you're just kind of gonna bulk your shoulders yeah. your biceps mm-hmm. you probably know more about yeah. upper body than i do but shoulders is just my yeah. favorite right now well, well it all comes down to like for me it's just like the mind muscle connection and yes. like connecting with your muscle and actually like feeling it for like shoulders you gotta understand that there's three different shoulder heads there's the front there's the lateral and the rear delt if you want to have like a nice round shoulder then you got to train all of those um there's certain movements too yeah there's certain movements that like incorporate all heads of the shoulder but it really comes down to um like muscle growth and how that works like there's not necessarily like one exercise that's like the best for it there's like isolatory accessory movements and then there's movements that engage like just that entire muscle group but how muscle building works is you're tearing your muscle and those micro tears Mm -hmm. and when your body repairs it you're building muscle that's why protein's important yeah so those micro tears build muscle so when you're working out as long as you're like working out like you can work out heavy or more for volume but well just do what's hard for you like there's not a certain weight that you need to lift in order to see change You'll see change if you're pushing yourself 100%, yeah. mm-hmm. whether that's five pounds or 30. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, either way. Rising. Go ahead. Oh, no. Jerry, did you say something else? Finish. No, yeah, just. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. Fair enough. Um, what is some of the most. I mean, you guys are in the gym a lot. So, what is the most common question you may get asked at the gym? Or and Casey has her fitness Instagram, mm. so I know that some people may reach out to there. Um, it's a lot about like we've been talking about how to build muscle, mm-hmm. um, and like for girls, it's because girls are mostly the ones following my fitness account right now. Um, get fit with Casey. Well, yeah, little, little self promo on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but girls are just like super into butt growth and getting a bigger butt. I get a lot of questions about that, about just, like, how to grow the, the booty. And what was your answer to those questions? Um, well, it's kind of the same for any muscle. You need to eat a lot of food. And the right foods you also need to do, I think the biggest thing is glute activation, which is what you were saying about mind-to-muscle connection, which is, like, will literally change the impact of your workout 100%. Yeah. If you start active with activation i find especially with glutes because i think it can become your hamstrings and your quads will take over a lot of the time for different uh workouts deadlifts squats whatever it is lunges 
But if you um, use like a resistance band, for example, and if you're really trying to target your glutes for a leg day, um, start off with that. Like do like hip thrust with just the band to like kind of wake up your glutes, I guess I, you would say. Mm -hmm. um, that way and be intentional when you're doing um, your workouts by thinking about what you're trying to use. Hip thrusts are the best for your butt though, 100%. Yeah. Um, it's very, like it isolates your glutes. A little bit your hamstrings too. That's why you should activate your glutes first because otherwise your hamstrings will also, um, which is good. I like working my hamstrings too, so I don't mind it too much. But if you're really trying to target uh, your glutes, um, I would activate first and then just be mindful when you're yeah. doing it. Sometimes it's not about like lifting super heavy too. Mm -hmm. It's it's okay to like um, do less weight, but be more mindful of what you're using yeah. or like, yeah, what muscle you're trying yeah. to use. Because sometimes I find like when I go my heaviest on hip thrusts, it's more of like, oh, this is so challenging. Yeah. I'm using my whole legs to just get the bar up right now. But when I like take it down and do like maybe a warm up weight or a little bit more, I'll feel the burn more yeah. in my butt, which I, yeah. is what I'm going for. I love what you said about that. Like, that's 100% it. Like, you, there's, like, different parts of the movement. There's the concentric and the eccentric part of the movement, which mm -hmm. is, like, concentrics, obviously, the contracting. So, like, if I was hitting a bench, that's me pushing it. That's mm -hmm. the concentric part of the movement. Like, you're contracting your muscle. And, like, what's really good for building muscle is really focusing on the eccentric part of the movement. Mm -hmm. Like if you want, if you're diving deep into like working out and you're really bad at like, you can switch up like what's called the tempo of the move, the movement. Like mm -hmm. if I want to bench, there's like, like, Oh, like a one second hold at the top or a two second hold at the top on mm -hmm. the concentric part of the mm -hmm. movement, fully feel the contraction. And then, Oh, I want to, a four second negative you're gonna hold that like bar four seconds all the way down all that's that really gonna connect too. that that's a gonna really build your mind muscle connection which is super important for uh like just working out in general mm -hmm, but it's yeah. also gonna engage your muscles more than like using like momentum or like if you want to isolate your muscle more it's really good to focus on that part of it uh like the con contraction the central part of the movement but if you're trying to just like put up weight or different stuff like that, then it doesn't really matter. Cause there's also synergist mu muscles, like mm -hmm. muscles that are help. Like once you're benching, you're not just using your chest. Like your, yeah, your triceps time. are engaged as well. Your anterior delts are engaged. You can use like the ground, like when your feet are planted on the ground, like it's a whole chain, like through, through your butt, through your back, like, good like when i bench i have to warm up my back first like mm -hmm. i need to warm up my back so i have a good base to push off yeah. it, so synergist means muscles that are you're aiding. not focused maybe you're focusing on chest but it's the aiding muscles. It, it's what's helping it move like mm -hmm. squatting and like hip thrusts and stuff like that a lot of people before they like if they have like lower back problems like for instance, and you want a squat today, squatting is like a heavy movement. Uh -huh. um, some people will actually do hip thrusts because hip thrusts, uh, like before they squat, like, or leg curls, because um, yeah. when you're yeah, squatting yeah. at the bottom, like there's different parts of the movement, but when you're squatting and you warm up your glutes and your hamstrings, they're gonna be more engaged when you're actually squatting. Cause it's like, the whole posterior chain and the lower part that's working. Mm -hmm. Like squats are pretty much work like everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many elements that go into working out that yeah. I would never even think about. Like <laughs> all these 
I'm dropping so, so many words. I know. Bro. Where Seriously. did you get so educated about? Well, it, it's a learning curve. Like you think, like before I started working out, I knew none of this. Yeah. I just knew, like, oh, like, I gotta work out. Like I just did a push pull split, but like mm-hmm. eventually I grew. You just kind of learned the lingo too. I yeah. think. Like the more. And I'm still it. learning. Like I'm still learning. Oh yeah, learning. me too. There's so much. Half the things he said, I, I'm I'm learning right now. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. insane. I feel like this is a very educational conversation. Yeah. Probably the most I've learned this whole year. Yeah, yeah this like is at the this beginning of this year. This literally is the most learned this year. It's been yeah. kind of a joke. Like I don't want to drop. Like there's so much that it can be almost intimidating. Like I'm using all these like words and like macros and carbs and concentric and eccentric like mm-hmm. it, it's just the biggest things you get in there like right. it will come with uh working out over time and you can watch mm-hmm. videos and right. learn a lot but as long as you get in there and you're you're good on your diet like it's cool yeah you're gonna see progress yeah, yeah. so with all of this i mean obviously you guys are both like you said still learning and still progressing what are your Always, yeah. what is your hope in the next maybe one to three years of like your fitness journey mm-hmm. where do you hope to be from where you are now oh gosh i'm like still trying to take things day by day um and if you don't have something that's like super super long term i guess just what the day by day is. i think i'll always be on a fitness journey like it's yeah. just a part of me now it's a lifelong journey yeah for sure i would just say um my goals change a lot honestly sometimes i'm like oh, i'll just stick to like the things I'm doing right now are like not building muscle, but right now I hope to probably in three years be bigger, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like right now, but who knows if that changes within the next couple of like months, even if my goals will change. But yeah, I would say just to continue to grow. I'm not scared of looking like a man, actually. Like, just re- I respect it. I it's just like we said earlier, a lot harder to do. Plus, I think it's cool and. But yeah, in three years, I would say just to be bigger, I guess, like overall, I I just want to be able to lift more. Like, I just love lifting and hitting new PRs and stuff. So Mm -hmm. as long as I can continue to gradually do that, then I'll be, I'll be good. That's probably my goal. Yeah. I just want to be bigger. (laughs) I want my like, like end term goal, not end term, because it is a lifelong journey. Um, I just want to be freaking huge <laughs> like, i want to walk down the street and like you like the first thing you notice is like oh shit he like works out <laughs> like, but i want to be like an acceptable size for society mm-hmm. not like you look at me and you're disgusted because i'm juicing but like I wanna be <laughs> huge. Um, that takes time like the male body even really doesn't really fully mature until your late 20s like i probably won't even be at the peak of like what my physique will look like till i'm like 29 mm-hmm. but my goals for the next year, like one to three years, like realistically in the, those three years, I'll be competing in my bodybuilding show mm-hmm. in April. So I'll probably be like the leanest I'll ever be. Like mm-hmm. ideally in like the three to five percent body fat range. Yeah. That I'll is be, so crazy. Well, That's before, so hard. I, I got really low before. I probably got like n- near that before I had started bulking before. Wow. But and it's I, hard for girls too because yeah. we will never be able to reach or like attain like a lower yeah you have to be fat. like because we aware have, well and we have more that. body fat than men right because of birth and all that great stuff no yeah. yeah i think i don't know too much about that so i don't want to say something that's not true but um yeah no i i think that girls can't get as low yeah. in that mm-hmm. so. Yeah. so well after that after my show i'm just gonna 
because uh, I'll be competing the teens division. Then the next after that is juniors, which mm-hmm. is twenty three and under. So won't really matter. Like so right. after that, I'm just gonna try and go on it for two three years maybe. Uh, just continue to bulk because you gotta like with muscle like the whole thing with bulking and cutting like year by year like in the season it's it's kind of broken a little bit because especially we're so young um the longer you hold on to that muscle you're gonna build more muscle maturity and your body will become more accustomed to having that muscle so that when you try to cut it's gonna hold on to it a lot better Mm -hmm. than if like i just put on all this fresh muscle all this fresh muscle and this year's bulk and then i'm gonna go on a cut like my body's gonna lose a lot more muscle like if i'm constantly cycling those two so i'm gonna try and stay a little bit big for at least a year if not two Mm -hmm. and build that muscle maturity yeah that's so awesome thank you guys so much for you know being here and do you have any final thoughts or anything you lastly wanted to say just be consistent yeah consistency. yeah if you have any questions you can follow me on instagram (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. now it's your turn to throw your tagline out there yeah you dropped your at no mine mine is your friend julian because i'll be your friend um i respond to all my dms i'm super open to it like i'm not gonna try and drop like too much information on you but i'll definitely like if you have anything mm-hmm. i have people come to me yeah for lots of things, these so. two people are really great resources i will put both of their instagrams on my on my instagram and in the show notes um you can look down and click on the link um but thank you guys again so much for julian dropping all your fancy word knowledge and teaching <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. being vulnerable about like your both of your experiences i really appreciate that and i've learned a lot so i hope you guys learned a lot mm-hmm. as well Thank you guys for listening to today's episode and I hope you have an awesome day.